on this episode of the AIE podcast. Believe women. Uh, no, really. We have your summer of love wrap up. Lots of games and gatherings happened. From the Outer Rim to the Shire. And everywhere in between. All that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 371 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Octa S gaming community. The Die Has Been Podcast. I am Makala. To my left, downstairs, and over a little is Tetsemi. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> I have no spreadsheets. I'll keep it too busy for spreadsheets. Oh, there will be probably spreadsheets, yes. <laughs> so, like there will be blood, but on Excel? Mm-hmm. Got it. All right, to our left, over a few states and filled with dust, is Mucow. Greetings, guildies. Yes, yes, much dust. Much coughing. Much... All right, and this week we're going to have our Summer of Love so far wrap-up because we're almost done with the big event. So uh, we're going to be digging into that in just a few minutes, but let's go ahead and talk about what we're doing in and out of game and other assorted uh, shenanigans. Yes? I can't point. Are you pointing to me first? I'm pointing to Mew. Mew, 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 Mew. I know, on my screen, you're pointing to her, so, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I have it spread this way, so you're just pointing up to the ceiling. That's All my right. life now. It's your life right now. Mew! Yes. What have you been doing, Mew? Uh, sneezing and coughing. Um, <laughs> um, I guess the, the big news is that we did rescue a puppy this week. Yeah, it was... Uh, a sad story. Apparently, just someone tied her up to the fence of a animal hospital and disappeared. Like they didn't see them come or go. And yeah. so, oh. so one of my coworkers was like, "Yeah, we're we're hoping to foster this puppy, but we're also looking to see if anyone you know has a you know room for a doggo." And we've been looking for one for a while. And uh, you know, she's a a Doberman, uh, very prominently Doberman, but mixed with a we think a little bit of healer. And you know, we've kind of been hoping to find like a Doberman or something along those lines. Right. We both me and Mrs. Mew grew up with Doberans, so it was just, you know, very, very, very familiar. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's that's definitely been very distracting mm-hmm. and very forefront in everything going on. So uh, lots of procuring of uh, puppy stuff. Um, so that's been fun and setting up the house, puppy proofing, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a big deal, you know. You you know, it's not like our two chill cats. That, yeah, you know, just you know, cat litter box, food, water, and they're like, "Okay, thanks, see ya." Yeah, exactly. Well, they they have each other, and yeah. you know, and cats are fairly um, low maintenance as compared to dogs, especially a puppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah and she's an older puppy, so she's she's already pretty big. She's about yeah. forty five pounds. Oh wow! Um, but still thinks she's a puppy. Oh yeah. I mean, she still acts like a puppy. So as far as we can tell, she is. But yeah, she's big. She, you know, she's still mouthing. That's the big concern. Is she's still mouthing, and we're having to teach her not to do that. 
Um, but uh, yeah, the you know she's curiously like you know it's it's clear she was in a home of some sort because like she's crate trained. Like we, we we you know the first night we didn't have one, and and so she was just all over the place. Second night we got her a crate, put it up. She walked herself in there, and we we're like, oh, oh wow, okay, <laughs> um, good night. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, it, it was you know so there you know there's it's someone's worked with this poor doggo, and and you know, oh, yeah, and so uh, so yeah, we're gonna give her a shot. We um. We contacted a, a trainer that will hopefully help us guide her in the right direction. And, you know, we should have a, a happy member of the family. Yeah, that'd be great for the entire family. You know, teaching yeah. you guys how to be with her and how how to inter- teach her how to interact with you all. Yep. 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 We've been trying a few things here or there, but it'll definitely be good to have a professional you know, eyes on things. And Yeah, definitely. You know, eventually we're hoping that the, the cats will stop hiding. <laughs> yeah, that'd be know, good. Under- Understandably, they're not too happy about the addition, but uh, right, right. Interestingly enough, our shy guy is the one that's been the bravest one. He comes out of the office and to see what's going on, and actually has stood up to the dog as the dog came over to see what was going on. So <laughs> it's like interesting. You're you, you're not normally the brave one, and normally Sam's the brave one, but he's been hiding in the office the whole time. He doesn't want to come out. How does she so, do with them? She's probably too curious. Like she's not like you know uh, she doesn't want to like immediately run over and hit them because like I said you know. This one here, like he's been downstairs, and then she was like, "Oh, there's a cat down here. Let me see what's going on." And he'll, you know, kind of he'll puff himself up a little bit, and she won't immediately go after him. So good. I'm, you know, hoping that's a good sign. But yeah, uh, yeah, we uh, just got a a cat tower. Put that together today. It's really tall. We're hoping that you know that might help them out. Like they can sit on the cat tower and feel you know a little safer up there and able to see what's going on. But so yeah, that's that's been our real life. in game, uh, it's been mostly Final Fantasy fourteen and uh, Genshin just came out with a two point patch, so that's gotten a lot of people's attention there because it's a whole new area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's essentially it's essentially Japan, like it's you know it's called something else, of course, but it's, right, right. It, it's their version of Japan. Um, so that's been a neat aesthetic to run around and see. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, that's. Pretty much been the the, the focus, um, just kind of hitting those two things, and you know, watching streamers and all that kind of fun stuff. So yeah, that's probably enough out of me. Okay, Uh chat. What have you been up to? <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, darling. <laughs> right, uh, when you've had the time to play, what have you been doing? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, honestly, with so. Just for the, for the greater community, um, my father passed away last Sunday, and so we've been in the process of getting mom ready to move anyway, so this just kind yeah. of accelerated it. So I took the week off work to help with arrangements and do that. So um, what little energy I had when I got home to play video games was 100% sucked right out of me with all the crap going on in the gaming industry. Um, I've had an ice storm. It's been a crap storm. Yeah. I've, I've I've had little or to no energy. Sadly with all the summer of love events going on in all the other games and all that, um, I logged into New World a little bit uh, just to level up some more. Um, 
I don't know why, but it's just, it's not the best visual game and it's not the best animated game. Um, but there's plenty of systems to kind of just explore while it's in the closed beta, um, that are interesting. And, you know, I can see that, that need some tuning, like some skills you can get like to level 30 with no thought, but then another skill you're like, okay, I got to level four after an hour of working at this, there's a problem. So, you know, um, but I also like the, the skills with the weapons, um, kind of going back to vanilla wow, everyone's like, Oh, putting point, you know, having to build up weapon points, but it, it's interesting because as you work with the weapon more, you've actually got a a skill tree for the weapon and you get to choose. Do I want to do like the heavy damaging hit? Do I want to do, you know, be able to block more. Mm -hmm. And then the same thing with the armor, like you could wear all light armor as a tank and you're more nimble, but you better be able to dodge and move out of stuff really, really well. Got it. Go ahead. So it's gonna it's gonna make you harder to hit, but the hits are going. But if you do get hit, it's going to be more damage. Exactly. It's the uh, Gwendolyn Christie and uh, what's her name? Yeah, uh, Arya. Arya from Game of Thrones. That mm-hmm. fight with the huge, you know, the huge two handed sword. If she hits you with it, you're dead. It's but, the Plodden versus the the rogue fight. Yeah, exactly, and. Um, and then you get medium armor, which is a combination of both. And then if you're wearing heavy armor, the block absorbs more and you don't lose as much stamina for blocking. So you can do more blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's it's just it's an interesting like I want to see with these new games coming out, where are they putting their time in the game into what systems and what are they thinking the players are actually going to spend the time um, in the games doing. And then right. I've also been uh, poking at my dancer in uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. She's up to level 73. She was 70 a couple weeks ago. And I've just been logging in and doing the, pix- the three pixie dailies. And then um, either the main story roulette or the... Um, Alliance raid roulette. Yeah, those are the good one. Those two will generally give you at because I have a class at eighty, I get the extra experience for having a class below that. Um plus occasionally I'll catch like the DPS in need on the Alliance raid, which is crazy to me, but you know, then you get extra yeah. and you can generally get between that you can generally get about a level a day if you do all three. Um so, but that's yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, the, I was going to say the reason why that is for alliance raids is because there's only one tank in the group of eight, mm-hmm. so that that, that it gives that's, there's a new DPS slot because of that. Yeah. And then you have the two, two healers, so that's why typically you'll you'll see um, DPS pop up in those queues a lot more. Yeah. Um. So uh, been just kind of you know when I get time because it's it's kind of, it's nice because you can just go in accomplish something and be done with it and not have to worry about it. Um, I think the biggest cue I've seen with all the influx, cause I've been playing late at later in the evening mm-hmm. is like 32 and it lasts like under a minute and you're in the game. So oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. I've seen in the two hundreds every, every now and then. Yeah. 
Especially during the, like when Eastern, uh, dinner time, Eastern standard time, usually that's when it gets really busy because everyone's getting off work and, mm-hmm. um, that sort of thing. But yeah, for the most part, uh, haven't had an issue with the queues. And so, um, yeah, that's that. And just a lot of <laughs> driving back and forth to mom's house right. and a lot of, I, uh, my, my dad had a roll top desk, a three foot roll top desk with, you know, in the movies, every little cubby and hidden yes. door. And yeah, so I've had to go through the whole thing. Um, which is, you know, now when you, you know, when the DM and D and D says, make a search roll, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> right. Right. Cause good. You know, it's like, make a search roll. Well, how long do you want to spend there? Oh, you know, five minutes. Well, You're not going to find days. crap. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see one. What, yeah. About four days, babe. Five. At least. <laughs> yeah. That desk for a while. Wow. Yeah. Um, but that's the that was the big thing getting through the desk and now I've just there's some bookshelves and some other stuff to go through in a closet in his office that I, I'm going through while mom's <laughs> doing her side of it so um but yeah just just keeping busy and then of course you know bringing home oh we were going to give this to you anyway but since we're moving here have it and then Heather yeah. gets to play where are we going to put this <laughs> I found the piece I was trying to find a place for today um, Tet's parents purchased it 40 years ago. It was a beautiful crystal and silver serving platter. 40 years ago, they purchased it for $60. They still have the receipt in the box. This one? Wow. Yes, the handwritten receipt from Goldwaters. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah there's we a inherited... saying, if it exists, yeah. I have it. That was my That's father. The... Yes. <laughs> We inherited um, silver that was Tet's grandmother's. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's just definitely family heirlooms. Um, so it's really neat, though, to make sure that we keep it and that we pass it on to Rye when you know she's ready for it. Um, and honestly, and you know, we'll see what all happens. You know, Mar- you know, there's a lot of stuff that we've gone through already that Marilyn's keeping for now that will probably. Be passed on, went forward on when she realizes, okay, I actually don't need this, but we wanted to make sure she had everything she did need. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because we could, it's it's much easier to get rid of stuff that you didn't think that you didn't, you thought you might need than, oh, I need that back. Oh, wait, we already have donated it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's what I've been up to. And, McCullough, besides putting everything away, what have you been up to? Because all um, your games started up again, didn't they? They almost, yeah. Um, well, we're working a lot. Um, my boss is out of town, Ooh. which is mm-hmm. a real. And we had a new input rollout at work. That's a cluster monkey f. Um, it's a fun input, but there's a lot of cases that had to be worked, and some people just didn't quite understand those cases. And then some people just kept them there in, in, until there was time to go on vacation and said, hey, this is all I need it reassigned. Um, so even though I should have been on bereavement last week helping Tut and his mom, I was not. Um, so that's one thing. Busy, busy, busy week at work. Um, Call of Cthulhu happened. We're finally back on that. Um, and the date 
that we've known was going to happen for a while rolled around. We hit September 1st, 1939. We literally... um, Okay, so the week before, last week's game, which was our first week game back, it really was an Indiana Jones adventure. It was Nazis on a train. (laughs) We have an artifact. We had it hidden in a hat box. (laughs) Um, And we happened to notice um, that... There was some rather pale gentleman paying close attention, mostly to my character, because um, she's the more, most identifiable of the three um, on the train. And we saw them kind of sliding a picture back and forth like, yeah, that's who we're looking for. Um, so they started pursuing us in the train. And literally, we had a punch out, knock out fight on the train. <laughs> nice. We had the empty hat box that somebody was using for um, a distraction. We hid, you know, hid, hid artifact. Had the hat box, using that as a distraction. Um, two of the characters knocked one of them off the train and were having a brawl fight at the train station. Um, my character found a nice gentleman to help us out because, yes, yeah, she's perfectly capable of, but <laughs> you don't always have to have the fight yourself. You could talk yeah. someone to helping you. Um, so the two of them were literally trying to throw the other one off the train. So it was, you know, it was a, it was a, Indiana Jones adventure was great. I'm pretty amazed that none of us said no ticket. Um, <laughs> so then we get to this week's session. And yeah, we get to the train station in Cairo. And World War II is, you know, uh, Germany's invaded Poland. Mm-hmm. And there is chaos. The people that we were traveling with, we, because we had separated from them, there was a telegram waiting for us because like, no, we left. That was our money. That was, you know, this this was financed by somebody. Right. Um there's, you know, no way to really get out of here. But technically we we still need to go to Alexandria because that's where this artifact needs to go. Um I go to sell and send a telegram to our actual employers. By the others, see if they can get us out of here. And you kind of forget, maybe a woman alone in the late 30s um, is not a great idea. When you have people pursuing you. Yeah. So there were three, there were four thuggies, thugs, that were, you know, following her back from um, the telegraph station. They were not stopping. She would, you know, she would go into, you know, get in a crowded place. They were still pursuing. They definitely had weapons. She kind of flashed her gun, but that didn't do much. <laughs> um, it was getting dangerous. She literally ran into the street. Um, missed my dex check. Got hit by a car. Oops. Um, had to use luck to keep from passing out. Um, because in that game you have you you know you can push rolls. You can use luck. Like, literally, my first time, the first time I got hit, like, okay, well, I want to push my luck. All right, because it was going to be really bad. I pushed it. I still got hit, but it wasn't as bad. But, like, literally, if you want to redo the roll, you can, but once, and you have to have an excuse. Like, how do you do it? Right. Well, I'm wearing a form-fitting skirt. I'm going to literally 
and, and heels. I'm going to kick off the heels. I'm going to tear the skirt so I have the ability to run more. I'm going to keep going. Um, so finally, she passed out. Um, woke up on a couch at a hotel. Lovely. Lovely woman who's you know, taking care of her, who seemed to have rescued her. And the DM, you know, and, and my, my character, um, like, oh, thank you so much. What is your name? Sabina. I'm like, oh, wait, I know my notes. Sabina <laughs> is the leader of basically the Third Reich version of us that's hunting down artifacts. Yep. That my character's ex was working with at one time. The character's, the character that put us on this stupid quest in the first place. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, and they offered to get us out of there. They offered, you know, and so we don't know if they know who we are, but we definitely know who they are. Um, yeah, we're going to head on a plane to Rome tomorrow morning with these people. <laughs> and then, like, literally the next day, I'm like, I was looking up something. I'm like, all right. I was, I was, I was going to go make a sarcastic comment in our group, our group thread. I'm like, oh, and, yo, and we're about to get on the plane with this, this, and this. And I'm like, and, you know, I'm pretty sure my ex pissed them off. And I went to go, like, get the details from my notes. And I'm like... Oh, wait, we're going to Rome? The second half of the artifact that we just acquired is in Rome. <laughs> You're walking into so, a trap. <laughs> well, no, I wasn't hit by a car. I was hit by a railroad. Yeah. Because that whole thing was railroaded. Um, yep. Yeah, no, we're walking right into a trap. There's no question to me. Um, <laughs> but that was a lot of fun because we literally have been going towards this date for ages. For ages. Um, so that was the big one. Our Star Wars game started up again uh we had to get a doctor out of this casino because he has the knowledge of this imperial weapon that we able to confiscate some of the information on it is definitely a trap um found out there is some sort of force sensitive there found out she's a force sensitive because she's experimented uh, by Imperials on and then my character had and my character's her mother is an Imperial doctor so guess who was in charge of that operation <laughs> my character's mother uh, today we found out that there's a uh, once that information got out well the Republic would lo- really like to talk to her now wouldn't they there's a bounty out for her to get to, to capture her. I'm like, yeah, we'll take that bounty. Um, so yeah, no, it's been a, it's been kind of nice to have the distractions with everything else going on. Um, but that's some of what I've been doing again. There's some other stuff, but, um, and I had a game, a lot of work, a lot of stress baking. Um, my Jewish side came out last Saturday and I made multiple cookies. I made chai cookies and I made chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> Sorry, and we would, kitchen. I I done eat them. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. No, it was stress cooking. Like I said, you know, as soon as Ted's grandfather, grandfather, wow, Ted's uh, uncle started driving, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna bake. Yep. And lots of scones. Yes. Last week was strawberry scones. This week was fig scones. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's what I've been doing out of game and in game and or in gaming and all of that. Awesome. All right, but we got summer of love stuff to talk about. We do. All right, so we're going to get into um, 
All that in just a second. A.I.E. News. All right. And in streaming and guild podcast news, SOTOR Escape Podcast number 390, GSF Top Gun. Our guild has been trading GSF tips, so we revisit GSF for fun and conquest. And in Working Class Nerds, episode 115, Building Legos with Amish Ace. Marcus and Nick chat with fellow member of the garrison Amish Ace. Amish Ace streams Star Wars Lego builds. The three of them chat about their favorite games of all time, Nick's Warzone winning this week, and Marcus's renewed love of the MCU. Oh, excellent. Yes. And they can be found at twitch.tv slash Amish underscore Ace. All right. Over on Boards and Swords, uh, Railroad Inc. Challenge, Blitz Bowl, World of Warcraft Pandemic, Boards and Swords, number 177. <clears throat> Board games are were hot in 2020, um, and also there was a World of Warcraft uh, Wrath of the Lich King board game that came out. Who knew? Yep. Something to do, I think it was like based on like pandemic, I think. It is, yep. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Pandemic rules. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Just a you know, timely. You're, yeah, yep. you're just a, a lich running around trying to infect everyone. Fun times. All right, then over to a different uh, galaxy altogether. Star Trek Online Fleet Action Report. We have episode fifty-five, Summer of Love TFOs. So the Fleet Action Report is back this week, covering one of the special summer events for the LAX game community. Hey, that's us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas and Grebog. Talk about the summer of love, and as part of it, bring some of the community with us head into some TFOs or task force operations in Star Trek Online. Awesome! All right, now the big stuff: mm-hmm. summer of love. Uh, this year's summer of love event uh, began um, last week, last Sunday, uh, with the uh, town hall on the twenty fifth, and continued with a week across all the games. It ends with our most important and solemn event, Remembrance Day, tomorrow night at eight. Uh, sorry, at, um, which is August 2nd. Each game division will have its own ceremony gathering place and will also be broadcast on the uh, Twitch um, TV AIE Guild channel. Um, voice will be in AIE Discord. Now, for those of you that are not familiar with it, which I, maybe if you do it at AIE, you might not have actually heard a lot about it. Um, this is our 10th uh, year of the special summer event that we've held in the Guild centered around the Remembrance Day, which is the day that we take a moment to gather in voice and engage to remember those we have lost. And that list is becoming way too big after this year. Um, Spread Across the Week is a series of other fun events um, in almost every game division, almost every day. It's kind of like a mandatory fun night on steroids. Um these include player-run events, special edition mandatory fun nights, and cool contests and prizes. So, we had a pretty great week this week this year um, in lots of different of our divisions. So, here's a rundown of how the game, different divisions celebrated. In Nomad's News, a special board game night happened Thursday night. They played two games of Downforce, which is a popular racing game, and a game of Love Letter. Over in WoW... Uh, Saturday had the Battle Pet Safari and wow, it was lots of fun, but of course a small tenor out, which is not too surprising given the current state of things. Shock. Uh, yeah. Uh, there were five players on the Horde side and three out on the Alliance, and they traveled Shadowlands collecting 11 different Battle Pets and two toys. 
including one that turns you into a red slime that runs around absorbing your friends. <laughs> uh, there are rumors about doing more of these events, but in the meantime, Gusty will keep uh, giving pets away in Guild Chat. Um, one of the stops for uh, for today, which, is it over now or is it in the middle yep, of it? No, it, was, it just happened. It's over now. Yeah, so they had the running of the allied allied races, which is normally running of the beef, um, saying hi to a certain new NPC in Norm in Stormwind called Field Marshal Stonebridge. They had a great time during the running of the allied races, and uh, thank you, Gusty, for being our fearless and prepared guide, and Fez for being coordinator extraordinaire. Yay! All right, and in Sotor news for Summer of Love. Um... So, Tor, the crew um, had a special edition of Mandatory Fun Night led by a quarterly called The Amazing Race. Guildies traveled the galaxy following clues and finding officers hidden in various spots. They ended up on Hoth, hope they didn't freeze, where everyone jumped on an ice bridge, thus answering the age-old question. Lastly, oh, jumped off an ice bridge, I'm sorry. Um, so I guess, is, is it the question if Max jumps off an ice bridge, does everyone else follow? Usually, yes. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, of course, prizes were had by all. And I'm hoping some of those nice par- parkas they wore on Hoth, because it's cold there. Yeah. Um, on Wednesday night, Albus and Mei Lung led a special operations night for SUP, which is um, Sith with unlimited power, for those who don't know, in honor of the lovely Jaina, who started the team and kept it going through thick and thin. Jaina, you are missed. Uh, just to let you know, they may have thrown a snowball or two um, just for you. Yep, absolutely. Uh, and in ESO news, sorry, notes blurred for a moment. Uh, for ESO's mandatory fun night, they grouped up and killed dragons as part of the event and did a quick stop at Sky's in-game house to check out the decor they did last year for Summer of Love and discussed meeting up for Remembrance Day. They will be using Kinney's primary residence in-game as a gathering spot while the processions are going on in the other games. And over in Final Fantasy XIV, they had a fantastic uh, map night last night with folks who couldn't uh, physically run maps who were watching on Discord because you can stream in Discord for everyone. And of course, we do have a Remembrance Day coming up and they've got plans um, set up for that. We'll march through a zone where everyone can get to. Um, uh, I I know it was a very successful night. I saw lots of um, end room uh, pictures from uh, map nights. And it right. sounds like um, some of the lower level uh, characters want to start getting in on some of the the first map nights, which is the level fifty ones, I believe. Mm-hmm. So if you have at least you know a level fifty, you should be able to get to all of the spots that need to be. Um, and I think the quest to start getting using treasure maps is at thirty six, I think. But it's it's uh, not far from is it Linza Linza, I think, or Costa del Sol. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's in the Wineport, I believe. To, to start, and then, then it teaches you how to then decipher a map and then find where the map is. Dig. So, um, so yeah. So even the level fifties and, um, and up will be able to start uh, participating in some of these map nights. So look awesome. forward to that. Excellent. All right, and the STO fleet did a group um, FTO with instruction last uh, Monday during the podcast. Uh, tomorrow, Grebog is leading, um, which is. August 2nd, Greybog is leading a flight from the Fleet Star Base to the Wolf 359 Memorial. Then, if there's time, he'll fly into the Romulus Remus Memorial, the Spock Memorial, and the Memorial Plaque on ESD and Cunus. 
And in Guild Wars 2 for the Summer of Love, the team ran fractals with the guild during MFN. Over in Lord of the Rings Online, a small group last night jumped in and played in-game music for a couple hours outside the Prancing Pony. All awesome. pictures, it looked pretty cool. Yeah. So they got the band back together. Yes. Pretty much. They did. Excellent. They did. All right. And that is your Summer of Love uh, wrap-up. Um, I am. So, for those interested, when does Remembrance Day start tomorrow? Uh, you want to grab I that information? I want to say it's 8 p.m., but give me just I think it is. I want to say it's 8 server, so... Sorry, completely unprepared. Uh, I apologize. I'm no, a bad human. It is uh, 9 p.m. Oh, okay. E- 9 p.m. Eastern, so 8 p.m. max time, of course. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, nor- the normal. Yeah, you were correct. It was 8 p.m. It was just 8 p.m. max time. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. And so the just for those so they know where they'll where they'll be. Um, Guild Wars 2 is going to be uh, at Lion's Arch on the Field of the Fallen. SOTOR, both factions will be in the Juran Mountains on Alderaan. WoW, both factions will be at the Shrine of the Fallen Hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, War mode off, please. Yes. Uh, Put your e- pets away. <laughs> yeah. ESL pets, will- weapons. Peps, yeah, pets and weapons away, please. Uh, ESL will be at Denkinia's house. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV, uh, and there actually is a post that Abbo just did uh, uh, on Reddit for the FC. It will start at the FC house, and then uh, STO, as we said, Wolf Wharf 359, and Lotro, the hill behind the Prancing Pony in Bree. Awesome. Um, and also because it also falls on Remembrance Day, happy anniversary to Zion um, Kata. Yes. Yes, because they did get married during one of the Remembrance Days, didn't they? Actually, it was. It's today. It is today. I'm they thinking about it. They did it the day before. That's right. Exactly, because we got, I got home late for Remembrance Day that yep. night. Awesome. So, awesome. all right, all right. So, I think that is our show. Our our summer of love wrap up. Um, you guys want to start throwing some titles at us? We want to thank the chat room for joining us, and also for everyone participating in Summer of Love. It's our biggest event. Um, remember, today is pretty much our biggest our biggest thing that we do as a guild. Um, how we remember those we've lost, how those we love, the good times we've had um, in this community. Um, so I want to thank everybody who's been involved in that. And it's also not about the games. It's about the community in the games. And I think that... Very much. Even more so this year... <laughs> Lord, even more so this year. Um, right. <laughs> and more, even more so the last week. Yeah. yeah. But, well, but and, and big thanks to Max for putting together that VR area for us yeah. so that it's a nice external to the games place for us all to hang out and gather. Yep. That mm-hmm. way, if you still need to feel like you're all together, you have that. But you know, we have Discord as well. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So it's a celebration of the community we've built and the friendships made, friendships that have. Uh, unfortunately, been diminished because of right. people passing on. So, just right. this is a celebration of the community, and be good to each and other, we, as Ben would say. <laughs> and we might be a community because of games, but we're not. But we are family outside of the game. Yeah, exactly. The number of people that have met in game 
and then you know taking that relationship further is again too many too at many. the anniversary design cut a um <laughs> kenny and uh you know kenny and john's various names um uh, you yeah. know <laughs> elkarth um they just celebrated their anniversary um was that also yesterday uh, i'm a bad friend in the last few days. The last few days. So yeah. you know, and there's countless more um, people that have met in game or been together and brought each other to game. I know of many proposals um, in game. So. Yep. All right. Well, if you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie guildorg Follow us on Twitter. The show is. At AIE Podcast. Mew is at the MewCow. Mercala is at Cyberwave. And I am at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday, usually at 8 p.m. <laughs> Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, apologies for the crazy schedule. Life happens. We're trying our best. Yep. Uh, you can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, uh, aie-guild.org slash podcast-live-stream. Discord server, aie-guild.info slash discord. And for past episodes, head over to YouTube uh, slash C slash the AIE podcast. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com. And unfortunately, we don't have any AIE member segments this week. But if you do have something for us, please send it in. Keep it around 90 seconds. A little longer if it has to be, but we would ha be happy to showcase you. So please send it in. All right. Next time, which by the way, programming note will be on August 22nd instead of August 15th, because that's my August 15th is my birthday and I'm a Leo and I'm saying I'm on a podcast on that day. Um, <laughs> we're going to be, I think we're going to be talking about board games. See if we can get some of the AE board game folks on. If not, I think we all have enough knowledge of them amongst ourselves to chat about it. Um, yeah, so they've been that's popping up a lot more. I'm sorry? Yeah, they've been popping up a lot more in, in, in our guild happenings, so it's probably about time we talk about them. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, until then, AIE, this is Makala. This is Tetsemi. And this is Mikau. And this has been the AIE Podcast. And remember, we love you. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.